I was beyond shocked when I had learned that the number one motivator for people is fear. In the Bible, Job actually said, The thing that I had greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. I'm Les Porter, and right now fear is something that's been overtaking the nations of the world for quite some time now. Over the next few broadcasts, I'm going to be dealing with topics of fear. Fear of not having enough money, losing your job, or maybe you've already lost your job. Fear of being unable to pay your mortgage, or your rent, your car note, uh, the COVID, uh, COVID vaccines. Whatever type of fear that you're dealing with. Today, I want you to take the time to hear me, not just to listen to me, but to hear me, because you can listen to someone all day long and not hear them. Fear, by definition, is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, it's likely to cause pain, a threat. Maybe there are things that keep you in isolation. Maybe there's things that keep you up at night. One of the enemy's greatest weapons against the people of God is fear. God says in Proverbs 4, in ver, uh, verse 23, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. We know that without faith, it is Im impossible to please God. Uh, faith is also the opposite of fear. So, it is impossible to please God, and if the enemy knows that it takes faith to please God, according to Hebrews eleven six, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, so what does the enemy do? Quite simply, he does anything and everything that he can. Anything he can to keep your mind off of the things of God, to try to keep you restless at night, to try to keep you in fear, to try to keep you in anxiety. The devil knows that where fear abounds, faith lacks. You cannot have both operating at the same time, especially at full capacity in your life. The enemy comes in to try and steal your faith. He comes in to try to cancel the faith that you have by bringing in fear. And over the last several months alone, we have been immersed day and night with news about the coronavirus, about vaccines, about positive cases, uh, death numbers, uh, job losses, homes, cars, uh, belongings, all gone, swept away. Fear is simply false evidence appearing real. 
and it needs to be put in its place. The enemy wants fear to not only cause you to worry, but to be consumed, so distracted, and he will do and is doing anything and everything that he can, using any means that he can to cause fear in your life. Here's how it works most often. If we live in fear long enough instead of faith, then it, our faith turns into doubt. A, a, doubtful, a, a doubtful person finds themselves discouraged, depressed, anxious, and weary, ultimately. And when you begin to be depressed, discouraged, anxious, and weary, you begin to lose hope. The devil knows that. Then, if he can continue to hit you with the doubt over and over, he knows he can, stop, he can get you to stop believing the truth, which is the word of God. You begin questioning whether or not you believe in the truth, you believe in the church, you believe in some of the word, you believe in all of the word. Uh, and ultimately, fear will leave you into unbelief, and skepticism. Unbelief becomes a rebellion against God. And ultimately, when fear begins to define who you are, it becomes part of your identity. And when your identity is no longer solid in Christ, you're afraid of rejection, you're afraid to leave your home, you're afraid of what tomorrow may bring, you become hopeless, depressed, afraid of things that could be, that are likely to never happen. And for some, losing your solid identity in Christ can lead to addiction issues, whether it be alcohol, drugs, or some other form of substance abuse, because your initial uncontrolled fear has turned to doubt and you've lost your hope and faith, and now you can no longer cope. We have to face the fears in our lives head on as soon as we recognize them. And here's a few things that fear does. Fear causes anxiety and procrastination. It reduces your ability to achieve normal, everyday goals. It removes your ability to think rationally at times and it even causes insomnia. Therefore your body remains tired and constantly and uh, tired constantly and unable to perform at its best. Fear has even, even been linked to increased heart and kidney disease, vision problems, and many other long-term health effects. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Fear 
comes against you and fear causes you to do, to do just the opposite of this. It's the exact opposite actually. You begin thinking people are against you. You become paranoid. It negatively affects your relationships with other people and with God. So if you aren't thinking on the things above, things that are true, honest, lovely, and of good report, and you're thinking of things out of fear, it can quickly lead to being a double-minded person. In the book of James, it says that a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. So fear can, can spread like a virus to all areas of your life if you allow it to. So today you need to determine to walk in faith and not fear. Fear causes pain and panic attacks from pain. It affects your judgment and it can cause you to make irrational decisions or simply decisions that you would never normally make in a million years. It can create an internal environment within yourself where emotional storms and emotional uh, distress brew within you. And it promotes an inner torment. Instead of having the devil torment, you fear itself can create an inner torment. You don't need a demon from hell to torment you if you allow fear to have its place in your life. The biggest battles that we face aren't the ones that we can see. They're not strongholds that are out here somewhere that we can grab and pull down so easily. I, I wish it were. I, I'd be pulling them down uh, all the time. It, it's uh, not something that we can just grab out of thin air and throw in the trash. No, the greatest battles that we face are those that we face on the inside of ourselves. Over the last year, the media, the mainstream news, has done a great job all across the globe helping to foster a spirit of fear. We are constantly bombarded every single day with news of regional conflicts between nations, uh, violence in our streets, coronavirus uh, cases, deaths, vaccine concerns. Uh, now they're pushing gay and lesbian issues from the highest positions of the government to even trying to introduce them into our educational systems with our elementary students. They're pushing cancel culture and they're removing numerous harmless cartoon, uh, cartoon show, uh, shows um, they're removing harmless toys, and now even Mr. Potato Head is no longer a mister at all. The absolute best answer for this is simply to turn the news off, to get into the Word of God, to saturate yourself in it every single day, spend time in prayer, talking to Jesus just like I'm talking to you right now and to take him at his word, every single word. Let those truths from his word line up with who you are, not who the media 
tries to tell you that, that you are. When we analyze all of this, I know that I've had real fears and fears that I've imagined in my life. I was once afraid of flying on airplanes and now I enjoy flying on airplanes. I couldn't enjoy flying on airplanes any more than I do. It's been a while because of many reasons, but I've flown over 350,000 air miles. That's a lot, so I enjoy it. Another imagined fear was uh, after a home invasion that I had, where I had to learn to use my, my arms, uh, my fingers, and learn how to walk again. And because uh, I thought that would happen again, I installed every security device that you can imagine that I could come across. I had that to overcome. A real fear that I have to face with great faith every single day is in regards to my own children and their safety as several years ago, uh, and I'm aware that this broadcast is going into Muslim countries, but my now ex-wife rededicated herself to a certain form of Islam and her beliefs are harmful for the children's physical and mental state. And so I confront that in faith. And if you are not willing to confront your fears, you won't conquer them at all. You have to learn to quickly identify, confront, and then conquer any fears that you face immediately. That way they take up no root in residence in you. There are over 300 scriptures that tell us fear not in the Bible. And the devil knows that if he can keep us in fear, he can keep us from walking in the promises of God because he will move you from fear onto doubt and finally unbelief. You must learn to trust God even when you don't feel like it. Even when you don't feel like getting out of bed in the morning, even when your circumstances may all appear negative. John 14, 1 tells us, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Believe means to feel sure of the truth to hold something tight, to cling tightly to, and here, <clears throat> to trust on me, to trust on Jesus. There have been many, many times in my life where I have looked at my own circumstances and forced my own self to have to lean on and depend on Jesus in full reliance with my whole personality and in all that I am, including right now, and I enjoy depending on God. No matter what, we must trust Him in all things, no matter what things look like in the natural. There have been many times when I didn't know how I was going to pay the bills. Many times when I didn't know how I was going to do a lot of things. There was a time when I lived in my car once. There are times... Uh, when I had to let go of fears, fears of losing everything, and just fully rely and trust on God. 
trust on his goodness and trust in his promises. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. This scripture alone is one of the most important to remember now and in the days ahead to give us courage to continue to face the fears head on, power to overcome any weapon formed against us that shall not prosper, by the way, to walk in his love and to have a mind that is sound, stable, at peace, and without fear. We can be assured that we have everything that we need to battle today and any, any fears of the days that the future may hold. In Psalms chapter 56, verse 11, it says, In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid of what man can do to me. I'm going to say that again. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid of what man can do to me. You should make that verse your own too. One of my favorite verses is Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7, that says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope, whose confidence the Lord is. Sometimes there are things that people will do to you. Maybe you'll end up in a relationship where the other person just breaks your heart into a million pieces. Sometimes you're born into a family that doesn't seem to get along and there's always strife and animosity and bitterness in the home. Or maybe you're born and you're placed in a foster care and end up in numerous homes throughout your life and you don't have proper guidance uh, from those who are equipped to, to properly raise and care for a child. There are a lot of bad things that can happen in this life, but please understand that God didn't bring these bad things on you. But the Bible does say, in God have I put my trust I will not be afraid of what man can do to me. And in the days coming, that's a verse we need to, to stand on. That's one of many we need to stand on. Maybe it's a spouse that's left you, cheated on you, lied on you, or hurt you. Maybe it's being let go from a career that you loved because of COVID or some other reason. Maybe it's the rejection of others, but you have a decision to make, and it is a decision. It's a choice, and you have to choose. While these things may have happened, while these things may have happened to me, choose to put your trust in God. And while these things may have happened uh, to you, choose to put your trust in God. And be not afraid of what man can do to you. 
because these things do not have to define you any longer. It doesn't matter what you've gone through, where you've, where you've come from. These things don't have to define you any longer because God is for you. He is not against you. I'll be right back in just a moment because I'm going to continue ministering about fear, doubt, unbelief, and faith. said earlier in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1 verse 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. This means that God also has something much bigger for you. He has perfect love without fear because fear has torment. The Bible says in 1 John uh, chapter 4 verse 18 it tells us that there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment he that fears is not made perfect in love so what does it mean when the bible tells us that perfect love casts out all fear let's take a look at this if we will it means that when my love grows to a place of maturity, so the more that I am able to allow God's love to grow in me and mature in me and, in, and through me, the more that I am able to live and walk in faith and not fear. This is important to remember because the enemy of your soul only has a few weapons that he can use against your soul. And he's using them every single day. Every time you turn on the news, or you pick up a newspaper, if they still exist in your area, or you look at the news notifications on your smartphone, or every time you look at the circumstances that may seem that they are beyond your control, or things that may be frightful, the devil will attempt to get you in a place of fear and self-destructive cycles filled with doubt, which will eventually lead you into unbelief. We have to be very careful to look for 
and identify the patterns he uses in our lives to try and bring fear. For some entry way, uh, for some an entry way is when we feel like we are no longer in control of our own lives, finances, our environment, and more. We worry, we become fearful, full of anxiety, we panic, and when you begin to fear, you you uh, when you begin to fear, you actually end up creating uh, a situation worse uh, than you probably would have had to deal with anyway. Job said, For the thing which I had greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. This is why I choose faith over fear when it comes to things in my life, including finances, concerns over my children, how to handle everyday situations, because to everything there is a season. Throughout our lives, our fears change. When I was young, I had a much different idea of what fear was than I do today as an adult. And I'm sure you do too, unless you're a child watching me. There's never a place that you actually get to, to where everything becomes perfect. But there can become a day when you can choose to face whatever fears you have with faith, confidence, and trust in the one who will bring you through.